Backchat Studios is a part of the ACAST Creator Network. Head to backchatpodcast.com.au to sign up as a patron and access all of our merch. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Well, here we are, the second last week of the year, but the last Backchat basketball show of the year. Yeah, last week was the penultimate show which is a fun word to say, which means second last. Um, it's just before Christmas, but we thought we'd sneak one more episode in because Christmas doesn't stop. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au is the email to get in touch with us or backchat underscore basketball. On Instagram is also a good place to message. Ben's not here, yes. but you are, Greg. I'm just doing the, like, I'm just here juggling you two. The season of giving. Uh, I appreciate it. When you said the second last, I was like, oh, geez, we're really doing one next week. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the 28th, <laughs> a, day, a couple of days after yeah, Boxing Day. Uh, yeah, nah, yeah, no chance. Uh, as much as, well done, you haven't missed a sh- uh, an episode mm-hmm. all year, uh, which is crucial. You're the vital yes. cog to this piece. Yes. Um, without you, there is no show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wouldn't be able to run any of this. So. Yeah. <laughs> Keep Thank going. you for staying on board. Oh, that's fine. Uh, anytime. Ben, as mentioned, this is, uh, he's maybe now DMP's uh, coach's <laughs> decision. Um, Resting on a second night of the back If you would like to put him on a uh, warning. Okay. A written warning, sure. <laughs> let's, let's. Um, I'll, I'll think about that over yeah, the Christmas yeah, break. Yeah, and sure. if I'm feeling generous, I'll let him come back. And same with you yeah, too. Okay. Let's get straight into some NBA stuff. The biggest thing coming out of the NBA recently is the Phoenix Suns have Purchased been bought. Yourself. Yeah. $4 billion. Matt Ish, um, Ishbia. What's his uh, background? Uh, mortgage broking, I believe. Some mortgage sort broking. of mortgage lending okay. or something. So he's, he's in finance. Yeah. A lot of money, $4 billion. Apparently he's been trying to buy a professional sports team for a while. Okay. Um, and he's finally done it. The Phoenix Suns have been bought. So I was thinking about, um, you know, when you, when, when you have this like endless money, right. Yeah, and yeah. you think, Oh, I'll just never work again. Yeah. I think I would buy a sports team. Oh, I, I absolutely do. Like even when the Elon Musk bought Twitter, I thought, what is it? Like, I was thinking in my car, what a silly yeah. purchase. Like that 42, was 40 billion. Yeah. 42 billion. Like could have bought 10 franchises yeah. for that. Yeah. And you could have sold a lot of the world's issues. Mm-hmm. Um, no doubt. Uh, but yeah. yeah, a sports franchise, I think is a lot of fun. And, and yeah. for a, to even just see, like, it'd be the perfect time to be like, I'm going to hire, fire, um, mm. bring in this person, uh, hot dog prices, popcorn, you know, like... <laughs> you, you'd putting, go down to the nitty-gritty yeah, of that like, stuff? Yeah, like, am I putting cheese on uh, nachos? Like, yeah. Um, what nachos are you eating without cheese? Not in That's America. Just, like, they put this melted cheese. It's, oh, the cheese sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not, but not, not no, melted no, no, cheddar. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, cheese sauce. But, like, I, I play football manager. Um, I know this yep. is a basketball show, but I enjoy no, doing right. that, like uh, changing ticketing pricing, uh, <laughs> changing the dimensions of the soccer pitch. So you'd be a real hands-on oh, owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd be uh, Steve Ballmer. Like yeah, player. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I'd be that, like a mix of that and um, and Mark Cuban. You know, I'd be going to every game and like, yeah. what a bad job. Like, oh, I have to fly with a basketball team around <laughs> yeah, yeah. the country and go to every game. So how do you reckon you'd go? like As an owner? Yeah. Uh, look, I would just hire all the best people and be there for the ride <laughs> yeah, and not and not try and do much but would you 
Like Mark Cuban, right? He's a, a bad example because he likes to try and get involved in trade talks and yes, like, okay. and that's he's not good at it. Yeah, like honestly, yeah, yeah. he's not. He's just got a lot of money and he's a good owner for all the yeah. other stuff. So I wouldn't be getting involved in that because, like, so you wouldn't be such hands on. No, not not. You'd be like a fully. Jack Bender. You know, I say that now, but I, I guarantee <laughs> yeah, I'd be like absolutely. in the draft war room yeah, and Dirk stuff. Dirk is back. Yeah, yeah, I'd be hiring him as my as yeah, my guy and stuff. NBA consultant. Yeah. Um. All right. So the Phoenix Suns have been bought. Yep. Then there's also talk now. There's a, a bit of a bit of a bit of a bidding war of um, who is going to get the expansion team, Seattle or Vegas. Okay. So apparently there's um, and Mexico City was Mexico name. City is also being thrown in there, which is interesting. That's not happening. That's just I think I think it, it will. I mean, I mean, all those years ago when Canada got a team, people would have been thinking the same thing, and now it's like, yeah, of course, Toronto have a team. Yeah, but like, it's, uh, like I understand that's a huge like market, but mm. like Canada is like a pretty significant, significantly large continent with a huge population. Like Mexico City, I don't even think Canada's a continent. I think it's oh, just a country in North true. America. Yeah, sorry, yeah. Okay, <laughs> there you go. Let's scratch up. But yeah, no, like I don't think yeah. Mexico City is a melting pot of like, okay, this is where NBA talent. Like, I know Canada isn't, but like you look at it from a FIBA standpoint, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. No, that's fine. I mean, I'm sure they've done so the, what the numbers. Are you going to Seattle or Vegas? Uh, Seattle, because of the tradition and the history. Yeah, it'd have. I think it'd have a more consistent fan base. Yeah. Like Vegas have has people that live there, of course. Like people well, do live there, but it'd be such a like to, like I don't know, come and go sort of fan base. Yeah, I want Seattle. Like, like they're hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I if I'm that. buying a team, I'm. Is Phoenix, is the new owner uh, like a Phoenix Knight or whatever they call him? A what? Like a, f- a Phoenix Knight. Like is he, he's Phoenix pure and Oh, no, true. I don't think so. so he's been he's just been trying to buy any team. Okay. So, I think so just, he's not like a loyal he, he could be. Guy. Someone someone could, yeah. Someone could, could he move Phoenix to Seattle? Maybe, but that'd be dumb. They, 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 <laughs> no, that's not happening. I think if, if any team's going to get moved, it's probably Oklahoma or like no, something see, like that. I, I reckon even OKC. Mm. Well... Who knows? I guess we'll find out in the next five to ten years when that yeah. probably eventuates. Um, NBA has been actually a little bit so-so in terms no, of new stuff that's been going on right now. New York Knicks longest winning streak in the league. I don't want to talk about the Knicks because I got Jalen Brunson off the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, but that's why I'm he's their best player. Um, I was looking. Golden State still sucking on the road. Like they're yep. they're a playing team. Right, they're only two wins above the Lakers. Yep. So as much as the Lakers have copped it, uh, like Golden State, like at some point. There has to be some alarm bells. Of course. New Orleans, after doing tremendously well, are now like mm-hmm. Poo Town. Yep. <laughs> and like lost like four. But I love that finally, like the Knicks, like it's like um, like when Richmond and Mel, you need like a good footy team, like a good yeah, Melbourne right. team to be it. Like the Knicks sure. being good, even if it's good for a year or two, it like, at, like makes the league interesting. Value. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep. So I'm like, if there's boring storylines, but that's okay. Good. What about um, like it is Christmas coming up. Yes. Do you have some sort of like Christmas basketball wish? Because I've got one straight off the bat, so it will give you time to think. I just want the Dallas Mavericks to have another playmaker that can help Luca because they're wasting him away, and I don't want to look back in ten years of having like a James Harden era team where like one guy just dominates yeah. and, and the rest Tim of the team. Hardaway Junior. out. Yeah, like someone, just someone to help. Jalen Brunson would be the best. Like we should have just re-signed Jalen Brunson, but apparently he wanted to go to the Knicks. Um, so anyways, that's my Christmas wish. I want I want some help for Luka Doncic, and I want Jason Kidd to start being a coach. He's just, he sucks. He got ejected, right? He got ejected, and Luka got ejected. Yeah, okay. So um, 
It can be NBL even. Yeah, no, there's no real basketball wishes to be. I just want like the year where uh, superstars don't get injured and that's a very big wish. But like I'm loving that there's small market teams, thereabouts. Like for me of all years with teams I thought were tanking, like uh, like Orlando Magic, uh, all of a sudden like Pitts and we're like, yeah, okay, they're definitely uh, tanking and now they've won six in a row. Yeah. Ball, ball. Like, yeah, <laughs> who could be a uh, most improved player? Uh, but OKC, like all of a sudden, like get a weird game. Uh, Minnesota were bums, and then I beat the Mavs today or yesterday, whatever it is. Kyle Anthony Towns gets injured, and they're like, mm. "Yeah, we can't play two guys this over seven foot." Like, what a surprise! Yeah, um, but now they've won like four or five, and they're like back into it. So. I actually, it's more intriguing season. There's not like everyone's just gone off. There's one team that's going nuts and then you know. So I just want okay. those guys to stay healthy because you sure. just don't want like a Zion or like Brandon, like these guys that like small market and then all of a sudden they're done. Yes. So, all right. That's injury free. Except Doncic, he can get hurt. That's, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I was going to, um, I wanted to ask you something else about the NBA, but I've forgotten. So let's, let's go to the, um, yeah, it wasn't important. Let's go to some NBL stuff. Now, yeah. I got a message on Twitter from a, a pal named Jackson. Um, and Loyal listener. It was, yeah, and he's, he's, he's a basketball journo. And he messaged me back in November, uh, November <laughs> 10. And he said, next pod, maybe you can ask Greg about such and such. And I said... November, and you're bringing up now. I said, ha, oh, that's brilliant. Thanks, I definitely will. And I didn't. I completely forgot because... You are an arsehole. Good, no, I just... Uh, if he leaves nothing. a Google review, that's it. Like, you know, <laughs> you know on Facebook where it says your feedback rates, ours would yep. be... 40%. I tell you what, if there's a if there's a Google <laughs> review page for the Backjet Basketball Show, I'm very interested. Um, okay, so he sent through a, a picture of an A4 piece of paper, which was like the media notes that they get given yep, when yep. you're on the media bench. Um, I think it was probably when they were here in Perth. Yes. Um, and it has like a list of all the players. So David Boone, it says like Melbourne United's longest tenured player. It's a little bit about each sort of yep, player. Okay. Then it goes to number 43, Chris yep. Golding. Yep. It says guard, then in brackets, Golding, not G O O L D. Golding. Yeah. You've called him. You call him Golding constantly. No, I say Golding. You say Golding. Yeah. I reckon we go back and look at the tape, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure you it. said Golding. No, no, now no. play the montage yeah. of you going Golding, 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 <laughs> Golding. Now Golding. Chris Golding. Yeah. Um, he's been named Melbourne United's captain once again. Yeah. One of the league's best shooters ever. Blah blah blah. It also says please also avoid nickname bubbles. Yes. Okay. And Jackson said, can you ask Greg about the nickname Bubbles? Because um, I'm pretty sure, and I do remember the same, Trev would exclusively call him Bubbles, even Did he? in, in um, like media, presses. Yeah, presses. Yeah, yeah, okay. um, Which is funny because, so, and do you know the, the true story? I don't know why he's called Bubbles. Okay, and you're so about I'm going to go and then maybe we can try and find out and I'll ask around Trev as well. So, and I feel really uh, embarrassed if I've been saying Goulding instead of Golding. <laughs> you have been. Um, <laughs> have you been? Yeah, I've been, no, I've been noting okay. it. So, Golding, uh, Trev used to always bu- like he butchers everyone's names. Like he'd even be in like Scout. Um, he'd like blatantly say someone and Gary Hire. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, like Gervin, and they're like <laughs> Gary Irvin, like what? And then so he would like butcher it, and then he'd be like Golding, and then like one time he like got mad at us because we said like. Uh, Golding, like oh, no, you corrected him. No, no, no. We said Golding. He's like, it's Golding. Like, and we're like <laughs> right. what? Like, anyway. So now I feel bad if I've been saying that. Yeah. Maybe over time, I'm pretty sure the nickname Bubbles comes from Michael Jackson's pet monkey, <laughs> right? Bubbles. 
if if that's true and when he was a young kid he had short hair and I think like his ears and they um they like maybe his very first club they were like they called him uh bubbles because he looked like a monkey <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like Michael Jackson, and that's how it started. And obviously, like that's I would love it if that's completely not true. I, I think it's some. Well, why would you be offended to be called that? I don't know. Maybe he like farts a lot or something. <laughs> that's even worse. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a bad reason. Okay, to I'm be looking called. up Michael Jackson's pet chimpanzee. No, I know bubbles. My, it's that. Yeah, I know Michael so Jackson. So they reckon he looked like him. Oh, so you've just looked it up on the internet, and it does say Chris Golding's. No, no, no. Is uh, that's Michael. J- I wouldn't know, oh, I know Michael Jackson. I know Michael Jackson. So I wouldn't pet make that up. So then it's true. Okay. <laughs> yes, Michael Jackson's pet monkey is Bubbles, but I don't know if they're related. So <laughs> no, I didn't say Chris <laughs> Golding is related to no. I Michael meant Jackson related. Or the the names are related. Yeah. Anyways, okay. Well, then that's your answer, perhaps. Or there you go. Or Greg Hyas has given some sort of. Absolute falsehood. Um, no, no, no. Um, um, as we're going, okay. so thank you, Jackson. But it says I've got an article that says NBL's be- the best nicknames. Mm-hmm. And as I progress down, there is just Control F. No, uh, Chris CJ CG forty three uh, Golding, aka Bubbles. This day, these days, Golding much prefers CJ CJ forty three. But to many around the league, he was always he will always be Bubbles. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, I had the big I had the big ears and looked like a monkey. Michael Jackson's monkey at the time was called Bubbles, so that's how it stuck. I'm quite happy to pass that name off forever, to be honest. Okay. Golding, July 2015. Great. All right. So, so there you, you go. Were, you were oh, right. Well done. You. Sorry yeah. for doubting you. Um, the Perth Wildcats and Cairns Taipans had a bit of spice at the yes. end of the game. Um, how many games is that on the trot now for the Wildcats? Five. Five. So, yeah, not, not yeah. bad. Uh, the only vision I, well, the only thing I saw about it was um, some people from the crowd telling yes. really to get effed and, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, they were very upset. There was some booing. What what happened there? Do you know anything well, about it? Well, I was intrigued. I always, I actually, uh, like, usually that's the benefit of if a game goes uh, not over time, like, in terms of uh, they've got a little bit of time. They'll interview it goes over player. time. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. When they'll just cut off and you don't have any of the footage. But I always like to see... Uh, it's always my most intriguing thing to see how people like shake hands or whatnot. Um, yeah, hate the shake hands, but yeah, yeah, yeah correct. But then you, it's always like a really fun, uh, interesting human dynamic where, yep. like, say there's two guys that are boys, or like even maybe they're not boys, but they dab each other up and they're like, "Hey, man, like, yeah, like this is really cool." And then like the next guy behind him, they actually don't really know. Or it's like a DP, and they literally yep. just shake their hand or like don't even really give it much. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, you'd be really upset as a 21 year old kid. Like if Bryce Cotton gave someone out, like gives Keanu Pinkett a, a real big hug, and then the next time you get, you just give like a high five, yeah, or like sure, a finger. Like. Yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. with that, uh, <laughs> to just go off a little bit off stream as I do. Yep. Um, from my understanding, because I was trying to look at this, it obviously looked like uh, Tahir uh, Tajir Mikhail, uh definitely would have butchered his name. But Tajir Mikhail, whatever. Anyway, yep. let's go from Cairns. Mm-hmm. Uh, was pretty vocal to Corey Webster. Now I've messaged the guys to find out what had happened. Uh, they're obviously on the on the flight back, so no one got yep. back to me. But from my understanding, uh, Corey Webster uh, may have said in more colourful language, "You're not that guy." Um, and so, obviously, that's spicy. Um, they've been pants by Wildcats twice now on their home court. So, yep. they've been not only, like, comprehensively beaten. Like, that just shows, like, 
yeah, like where they're at. I, and I think, and we'll obviously talk about each club. Mm. For me, that just shows like, yeah, right now, Wildcats have their number. I don't can't remember the last time they've actually lost there and, they've, and they're have they getting like embarrassed on their home court. So, yeah, uh, yeah it, it will okay. lead to a bit more spice, hopefully, when they come back here. Like it will make for a really blockbuster encounter. Great. Well, we are going to – It's it is more than halfway through the season. So yes. we've played about 16 games and there's about 24, I think, in a season or – 28. 28? I don't know. You played. I didn't. <laughs> yeah. um, so there's 28. So we're, we are more than halfway through, but it is the last uh, episode for the year. So we thought we'd just give them a little bit of a grading, a yes, bit of a, a sure. recap um, for each team like so far. So midterm, yeah, yeah, midterm grading. And now if you're a bit like me and you haven't really been watching the NBL um, you know, religiously every game. Oh, I was like, what are you going to add here? I'm like, wow. <laughs> but you don't really... So, yeah, exactly. I should be watching more. But... Um, this will sort of keep you up to date yep. for what's happened so yep. far this season. And yep. then moving forward, you yep. can commit to watching more games with a little bit more knowledge of how the season's gone sure. so far. Um, what we'll do is I'm just going to bring up the NBL ladder yep. and we'll start from the bottom. So let's go to the and We're just going to rapid fire through these. We won't spend 20 minutes on the no. Illawarra Hawks unless you'd like to. No, no, no. Nope. Well, Brisbane at last and they're straight at F. Uh, no, oh, they're no, the Laura Hawks. Yeah, well, then I'd say they're an F as well. Yes. Okay. So yeah, let's let's start with the Laura Hawks. They won two games and lost fourteen. Yeah. Um, what? How many teams are there? Nine, right? Yeah. So, so it's ninth on the ladder. Yeah, they've been. I think they won their first game against maybe New Zealand, and then they lost a bunch till they just beat Melbourne. But um, look, when I was writing this, I actually thought D minus. Because I was okay. like their second last, but now hearing that they're last, it's a definite F for me. I think when you look at positives, and it's funny because a lot of people criticise Sam Froling, and I yep. go, "Yep, a little bit of inconsistency, but he's still twenty-two years old." Um, like, and he's a how how what is he? What position would he? Oh, he's a four-five. I yeah. think he, he has to like no doubt in say two three years, and with what this organisation needs to grow into. Um, he has to be the backbone of that club. Yeah, because um, they say that like centers or like bigs sort of hit their prime around 27, 28. Like yeah, they're not they're he, not like guards has, and stuff that can his be touch amazing. Great is, is inconsistent. Like he has no right hand. Like he's allergic right. to his right. And like look at his post moves. Like yeah, uh, I never think you know like he'll ever be a shooter. Like uh, I think he'll always be like that twenty five percent three point shooter. But he's got good touch defensively. He's really good. Yep, good feel. But I think from a yeah, like there's a lot of because. Sort of like Luke Travers, like they come in the league and because you're in there for so long, it's like, oh, you should be a bona fide superstar if you have that. And he's had like some big games. Well, I think he had a 35 or a 33 only a few weeks ago. So yep. that's the positive. I think Sam's Frolings, like his emergence, and then Michael Frazier, like a yep. bit of a redemption story. Yeah. That's nice. Didn't really get, well, yeah. Wildcats really didn't get much from him. Yeah, correct. Yeah, absolutely. So I think for, for anyone to come back here, backs against the wall, he's obviously been a bit of a, um, a spark plug once yeah. he's come in. Uh, the negatives, like again, two and fourteen crowd uh, attendance, extremely low. Yeah. Um, you know, you just see that with the impact that Gorgians had, and they just couldn't replace that. How do they do that? And then you go, what's their future look like? Like, is there any youngsters that they can build around? Yep, Sam yep. Froling and Daniel Greeter. But there's no one that I look at that. Uh, their imports, inconsistent play, Payne Seaver is not. Uh, an import that's getting it done. Tyler Harvey, bar his very first year, has been, uh, I would say, sackable, like, in that right. play. Because it's Illawarra, it's a market that... Yeah. Um, 
in contrast, like you, you can't um, dip like that. Th- those fans jump off hard. Like they're a yep. passionate bunch, and once they go, like they've they've got to, they they jump off hard. So yep. yeah, I'd give a, a, a all right a big F there. big F. Okay, so let's move to the oh, Brisbane Bullets. Brisbane. Um, That's a four, Z. they're four and eleven. <laughs> That's a Z. He says. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, obviously they got their big import throughout in the off season. Well, not import. Sorry, big signing. Yeah. Um, and um, in Arabians, yeah, hasn't really worked out because they were meant to be a contender. I actually had them as a sneaky, smoky championship contender. Mm. Like I remember speaking to people and they'll ask me, "Who's your top four? And I was like, "Brisbane." Like, yeah. I thought James Duncan's a good coach, or like a young coach, but um, yeah, had had some room. I thought Aaron Baines would be a lot more dominant than he actually is, and then I thought, yeah, healthy uh, Sobi, and then you got like yep. leadership presence in Kadi. Like they had the recipe for good success, you know, and that would be your positive. Positives is going. If anything, and obviously there's a lot of uh, doubt, can Aaron Baines go back to just any part of resemblance of what he was at the Olympics in terms of yeah. a dominant figure and Sobe? Like they've got those two guys, the only guys under contract. So you build around them. Now if they don't respond, yeah, you're struggling. Yeah. Um, and another positive is is the play of DJ Mitchell and, and Tanner Cruz before they got hurt. Like they're two swing men that I think will be. Highly sought after free agents after this year. Um, yep. The negatives is just the front office and the disaster yeah, of what they're in. Like four potentially four coaches by the end of the um, season. Like yep. currently, you're halfway through the mark. They've, you know, you'd always look at teams that like say back end of a season, maybe they started playing well, and like if you were a playoff team, like oh, you could lose a game or two because you didn't have the right mindset. Here's a team trying to wreck someone's season. I would be licking my lips if I was playing Brisbane because right. they, like, come first two minutes, they're done. Like, against Adelaide, I was like, this, this isn't even entertaining basketball. Like, yeah. this isn't borderline enjoyable. And so, talking from a mindset, like, absolutely, you're hearing so many things coming out now. Like, the players were potentially not going to play against Cairns because of what they were going for. Yeah. That's obviously rumours in Indoor yeah, yeah. But even for that to come out... Oh yeah, like when there's smoke, there's fire. Usually yeah, yeah, that sort of stuff. So, so I yeah. just look at that and go, yep, yeah, an absolute shit yep. show, and that's putting it like uh, lightly. Yep. So Melbourne United, um, if yep. I if I think about Melbourne United without looking at their um, yep. record, probably before today, I would have thought, oh, they're you know they're yep. absolutely struggling. With their eight and eleven, yeah, put that into some sort of context. Um, breakers who are on top of the ladder are. Eleven and five, so they're only three wins behind. Yeah, correct. Top yeah, and that's the, what you look at. You look table. at losses. Yeah, yeah. I think what hurts them now is that they've got a pretty tough stretch. Like they're away from home because uh, the Australian Open is coming up, so they've a huge home record at the start, which they really struggle with. Which could be yep. a good thing. Like it galvanizes the group, and that's why I gave them uh, a D plus. Um, you know, for a team that really struggled. Um, you know, there is like they've made a little bit of changes, obviously um, replacing imports, but that's where I go. Well, what what else can happen? Like, yeah. um, Rajon Tucker's playing like at an elite level now, yeah. like superb um, basketball for the time being. Uh, Shay Ely is a vital piece. That's the positives, right? Like, yeah. I look at how big that is, but then the negatives is like there is not much growth. Like, and they've uh, that loss to Wildcats could actually be the reason why they don't uh, make that playing game. That's you know? right. Like, it literally is points where at the end of the season they could be three or four teams tied on the same record and they'll be looking at that moment yeah, going... We box just, out the free throw shooter. Right, and absolutely. Win. And and yeah. they do have... It's it's a weird old team where they've got a... Like, I think their, their roster makeup isn't right because they've got too many... 
uh, I don't think studs, but too many personalities which are like sort of, they can win you a game, but then yeah. they can go completely missing. Like, Not enough role guys, you reckon? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Shaley is the vital piece, but like XRM, Rajan Tucker and Golding are all guys that could go off, but then yep. like... And they all want the ball at the same right, time. but then they get disrupted. So mm. I'd say a D plus, but then... Uh, what a story, Isaac Humphreys and him, yeah. uh, like in terms of his vulnerability and his honesty. Off the court stuff, great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go to next. We have Adelaide, I believe. Yes. Is that right? Yes. So I'm going to put this up here and this is going to be... And, uh, and sorry, they're eight, they're eight and eight. Okay. So how? So they've played... Oh, so Melbourne have played a lot of games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because of that, because of the Australian yeah, Open thing. Correct. So they've played 19 games and then we go to Adelaide who are eight and eight, played 16 games. So I put them as a C plus, but mm-hmm. I will say on record, and I will say some outlandish claims on uh, record. Here yeah, we on go. record, I actually think Adelaide and Perth will play off of the championship this year, um, and that, which is very what? weird because Wildcats are going. You think they'll crazy. it'll be a, a Wildcats Adelaide grand yeah, final? The way that they're going, because I still okay. I still think the per- Perth will make a change. Um, you think? I think they'll make a change. Um, yep. I don't know what that change may be. Yeah, okay. we'll get to Perth. But, um, six, but Adelaide, I think yep. Ian Clark. Yep. Like what uh, a vet presence like, and that's what they've been missing. Yep. Um, you know, they spoke about what Craig Randall was doing about in terms of um, yes, his competitive edge, but his role and not fitting into the group. Like Ian Clark slotted nicely into Sydney, mm-hmm. and that's what you saw when. Um, oh, geez, who. This is really bad of me. Who won the MVP last year? Jalen uh, Adams J- last yeah. year gets hurt in the grand final series. It's like, who cares? I've got Ian Clark. Like, yeah, exactly. And ends, ends up, he could have been the MVP, to be completely honest. So mm. I think that's what they've lacked. Like as much as money-making Mitch McCarron is like, you know, is a superstar. Like some, <laughs> you had to talk about nicknames. I just read it before. Yeah. But I think that's what they need is a, a vet presence, um, you know, when, when things combust. Like, it's very easy. They just, yeah, like, as much as I see McCarron as being, like, their leader and, they, and their captain, I don't see him as this, uh, like, he, he goes insular, like, when things are struggling. Right. So, Ian Clark's a perfect guy, an NBA guy that has been in one of the best organisations, can actually rally those troops. And I think that's exactly what uh, a young coach and CJ Bruden needs is that presence yeah. on the court. So okay. hence why I've given them a C plus because, yeah, they're, what, 50-50 right now. And, and I think their signs are pretty positive. Um, let's go to the Tassie Jack Jumpers, last year's grand finalists. Yes. Um, obviously, they, they got swept, didn't they, yep. um, against the Kings. Uh, they're sitting at 500 as well, 8-8. Um, eight and eight. Yep. Um, Percentage... You know, a hundred. So we're getting into the hundreds now. Every other yep. team up uh, below them was below a hundred in the percentage, and that will come into play, especially with such a tight um, competition. That yep. that these percentage points will actually matter. So when yep. the clock's running down at the end, and you think not to shoot, correct? Get that extra points up. Um, Jack Jumpers, have you seen their season so far? B plus. Um, I think I, just like pretty much everyone in Australia thought they weren't going to be able to um, back it up. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Um, I think what's hurt them is a lot of injuries. Like with that, obviously bringing back Magnay, who, who they didn't have last year, but then Stein will come in, Matt Kenyon and Sam McDaniel, who I think are vital pieces for that. Like people might go, yeah, they're just two role players, but yep. the system that they run, they're integral part, parts of that. Um yeah, I think we're sort of starting to see that. I think like Milton Doyle starred uh, Josh McGett, like you need more from him. And then Rashad Kelly has sort of, 
yeah, again, like really dipped. I loved what he brought, but I think for a guy that is a hustle and grind sort of guy, you know, like against, I think, Sydney or whoever they lost to on the weekend, uh, maybe, I'm not sure, but it was like he was like three from 12, three from 13. Like he's not a guy that um, they throw the ball to, but he's got to yep. be efficient. So again, I go B plus because again, like, yeah, I thought not. I didn't think they were going to be a flash in the pan. What an incredible story, Cinderella story, and they yep. start off on three. And again, you're like, yeah, oh, this is going to happen yeah, again. But um, I think they just consistently prove that they're going to grit and grind, and mm. and um, and I love that mentality from them. Um, and shouts to Jacob Chance, yes, our friend of the family here interview. at Bachelor Basketball Best Show. Best interview you've had on not like better than Narrowly Meadows, better than oh, than than over, yeah, in the whole Backchat yeah, yeah. Oh, network, like, yeah. right? Yeah, sure. Um, okay, now we're in. Uh, I'm not sure why it's not pinned, but yeah, no worries. <laughs> Four, five. I'm counting down because I don't know where we are. Uh, the f- fifth place, Perth Wildcats. Yes. They are currently in the play-in tournament, yep. which um, probably three weeks ago you probably thought play-in tournaments are six though now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it doesn't count. Basically, like, everyone's yeah. in yeah, the tournament. Exactly, it's a joke. Yeah, uh, I give I give them a C. Um, a C. Yeah, because again, it's like they should be oh, yeah, top sorry. four. Like just yeah. because uh, Tassie. Like I just thought that was generous. The C. Really? Mm. Why talk to me? Well, they are. Uh, what I, are they? Nine and eight. They probably should be eight and eight against Melbourne. They Correct. got very lucky. Well, they were not very lucky. They they wouldn't be eight and eight. That'd be. If they lost to Melbourne, it'd be eight and nine. Oh, Greg, no, that's what not true. What do you true. mean? You said they're nine and eight. Yeah, sorry, they're nine and seven. Ah, uh, okay. You said nine and <laughs> did eight. Did I? Loop, yeah, loop it back. Yeah, okay. Beck, Beck's <laughs> produced yesterday. She, what did I say? I said eight and nine. So wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, we yeah, <laughs> neither. But no one's listening. Um, so yeah, they're nine and seven. Yeah. Um, they're C, and I think um, everyone expected them to yeah, yeah, yeah. storm so, to yeah, the top yeah, yeah, um, yeah. again. But they've always had some issues. And you think maybe the team's not the team that's going to be in the final? No, series. I, I still think like momentum's an incredible thing, mm-hmm. and so like they're riding this at the moment. Um, and I will speak about the next team, I think, who, yeah, like that win against them. Like, I th- still think Wildcats have like veteran players. Mm-hmm. And so you're starting to see that, like, last night's game against Cairns. Yep. Uh, rebounding, huge. Like, finally won second, a rebound. Yeah, second time contest. they've won all year. And yep. surprisingly, they've won by 20. Yep. And deflections and uh, that defensive intensity. What a surprise. They, you know, that yep. helps them offensively. Wildcats basketball. Yeah, correct. And so. What that does, and we can loop back what I've said for the last couple of weeks, is making Mitch Norton feel good. And mm. so, like, his activity on the defensive end, what happens? He gets a corner of three without hesitation, hits it, and he puts three goggles up on his head because he's finally enjoying himself. He's finally right. happy. Like, he's finally playing in a position to play good yep. defensively and have an impact on the game. What does defensive intensity do? Like, gets guys scrambling on the floor, dive loose balls, uh, Jesse Wagstaff continuously making charge, getting charges. Yep. Um, and so what the I The team see, gets up and about. Right, mm. right. And then, you know, with that, now both times, like, I mean, Michael Harris, mate, I think he's fearless and he could be a bit Huge. of an X factor. Um, but there's starting a little bit of raw clarity. Um, and this is, yeah, we're interesting the way Todd Blanchfield's... Um, sort of role plays because I, I, I don't know where it is now like mm. um, with, if Michael Harris is shooting the ball that well and has a little bit of that fearlessness in him interesting how Todd gets back into rotation but again like I still think there's 
you still need consistent play, but they're so deep. Like at the end and of the day, like yeah. Thomas, what we've been waiting on, has had some big weeks. Manic had his moments and then you know, has no rebounds. Like I don't think you can have that from your yeah. big. Um, Webster, you know, too massive then. I think he had a donut last night. But again, that's this thing. Like they've got this and... They've got the weapons. If they continue winning, like we keep talking about Mitch Creek, Xavier Cooks and Keanu Pinder as MVPs. Mm-hmm. I'm like... Uh, we're not Wildcats aren't too far off like losses on all those teams. Like yeah, well, so they're they're two two losses or two wins behind top spot. Correct. Yeah. If they continue winning, and they should have beaten Brisbane. They just had a, a, yeah, a absolutely. A, a, well, so I, knew, I, not, I, I went to that training session and the way that they were training, I was like, they've got to get to the, like they've got to get to the lowest point to then come back because like, right. they were struggling. So it was no surprise there. But right. Bryce should be in that MVP. Talk like he's leading the league in scoring again, or maybe sorry, Mitch Creek would have because he had forty six on the weekend. Yeah, he's he's up, he's second at least. But we just go greatness. Yeah, like mm. it's similar to what uh, Nikola Djokic. Yeah, is exactly. That, like he's now just like, bored of his, his yeah, good play. He had forty six. 28, 28 and, yeah. and 12 and they're like oh he's maybe should be an MVP again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, alright let's let's we've got four left in yep. about eight minutes so let's um, let's Slam smash through these South East Melbourne Phoenix who yes. are doing some odd things to be honest in the media department um, oh. there was that uh, <laughs> that media release that was sent out last week and then eggs in your faces yeah and Why? then and, and then um, I, I sent it to you guys there was a, a graphic that they put up of Mitch Creek's play and one of the stats they used was fouls on. So I had like however many points, nine rebounds and 12 fouls on. Like, what are you guys doing over there? That's never been a stat that you celebrate. Yeah. Is that ever been a thing that comes up in nah. in post-game meetings? Like, oh, Greg, you drew nine fouls tonight. Nah. No. Well, they? It's never a stat, but for they, some reason they thought they wanted to add that in there because it was 12. I did have to laugh when they literally had a press release talking, like defending yeah. himself. And then they yeah, y'all doubted us. Eggs. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so South East Melbourne Phoenix, what, what grade? You've given them a, a nice little B. I gave them a B. Mm. I think uh, this is going to hurt this next two-week uh, spell, considering longer. Gary Brown's hurt, Ryan Broke have hurt, Joe Chee's gone home. Yeah. Um, so how how well like I mean they beat Sydney but again it's like so incon- like they have these weeks where like they beat Perth here resoundingly well they they go on a tear and then they get pants by Melbourne yeah and then they beat Sydney and you're like geez but I think that how well they do is Gary Brown like when his play has been efficient like you can't rely on Kaidenham and as much as I love Owen Foxwell and that story yeah like I'm like he's not leading you to a championship no. like um, I used to joke around with this and, and this seems disrespectful in a way it's like early in Kaidenham's career when he was like playing well for Melbourne and, and in uh, yeah Melbourne I was like if he plays well they're not winning games like right. Like he he's awesome as a spark plug role guy. Yeah. If he's like your vital piece, it means your team's not me- meshing. And yep. so I think that reliance, they've got to have him as just that that pinch hitter. Not saying yep. that's what they're happening currently right now, but if you're relying on Owen Foxwell to fix this up, that's not going to win it when you have yep. five game series. I will also just add in there that uh, this is on Reddit, Southeast Melbourne have played ten versus the bottom four. Which yes. is which is interesting. So I don't know how many of those they've won, but they've they've played the most okay. games out of like that top little yeah, echelon um, about against the bottom four. Um, and Sydney Kings, who we'll get to, oh, we'll, we'll get to the Sydney Kings in, in a sec. Let's go to the Cairns Taipans real quick. We'll smash through this one. Um, B minus, B minus, yep. B minus. I still think there's a lot of fluff 
and yep. and Forty will be he'll watch this, so he'll use it as ambition. <laughs> but um, no, look again. I think this is the thing. If they at this point, like they've had big wins, but uh, like they've come back down. I just think the loss of Sam von uh, Vandenberg. I'm just I'm butchering everyone's name now, but yeah, like a guy like him is actually is huge, and that like yep. depth they're, they're going to struggle. But I think again, like they need consistent play. Um, yeah, like Mikhail, Mikhail, um, <laughs> whatever they do with that, like he needs to be again, like yeah, what that looks like. I just think they'll. I reckon they'll slide to that fifth and sixth. They're good enough. They're talented enough. They've yeah. got a, a, a pretty passionate fan base to get them a few wins. But I don't see them as being that upper echelon. Hence yep. why they've lost to Perth twice. Yeah, um, and they're ten and six. Yeah. Um. So they've played only sixteen games, and the the top three have only played sixteen games. Um, ten and six is solid. Yeah, 10, ten and six, very solid. Hence um, why B minus. Yeah, there you go. So we'll go to the Sydney, uh, the Sydney Kings. Don't know why I said that with that accent. Uh, they're eleven and five, so only yes. one win ahead of the Cairns Taipans, and they are guaranteed final spot at the moment. Yep. Uh, Sydney Kings, the reigning champions. Let's see what you gave them. Uh, a minus. Yeah. Okay. What? How would it? Okay. No, I'm not even going to get into it because it will take up too much time. Um, a minus. Yeah. Well, them? I mean, again, there's a lot of. That's a roster that I'm like, if they make a roster change, they're a, like a bona fide champion. Like, mark yep. it down. Um, they've still, I mean, DJ Fasilovic has still got to, I think he's got to elevate his play. Um, that's, he's got to, he's got to pick that moment to do that. But I look at like Tim Cyrus and then Jarrell Martin. And I'm like, chalk and cheese. Like, you, yep. you bring in Jarrell Martin, like in that lineup, phew, like they're paying a dollar one. I said that. Yep. Like, um, and that's what, you know, he, yep, he's great. Um, but I think, yeah, like hopefully, I don't think Xavier Cook's uh, ankle injuries is is going to be as bad as yeah. what you know missing. But you know, just to have that next scorer, like that's what like Xavier Cooks, like he he's playing an incredible level. But like uh, Jalen Adams, like that's what they were able to provide. Like, is that they need another um, scorer um, that they can rely on? Like what they had of Jarrell, what they had of Ian Clark, when you know DJ and, and all that still going around. So yeah, A minus just because I think uh, Chase Buford needs a haircut as well. He does some funny stuff as well. He seems like That's a bit of a hothead. Yeah. Um, last one, the top team at the moment, only by percentage um, and a healthy percentage yes. as well. Um, Eleven and five, the New Zealand Breakers. Uh, good, just happy for him as well because, yeah. especially after the last couple of years, so everything I'll they've had that. to endure. Because um, I know you were going to critique like what is what's an A minus. I'll give him an A plus. Okay, sure. I had an A, but then I was just like, yeah, what a good story. Um, yep. You could say down to an A just because their social media team. Um, cooked it yeah had a brain fart um, yep. but mate two years away from um, not playing in New Zealand to be completely mm. honest I would have loved for the team to give him an extra home game as much as they never would have because it would have yeah. cost them a lot of money but um, what a story you know Ooh. like rookie coach um, it seemed like they loved playing uh, amongst him uh, for him yep. um, New Zealand's back there like I love that roster um, you know and, and I think yeah, as as they get there and like you know, the schedule hasn't been kind to them. Like they've got to travel on Christmas Day. Like yeah, it's brutal to to play a game. Like you yep. would have thought of all teams to like stay at home and, and enjoy yourself, but they just get it done. I mean, I, I remember there was a, a pretty good story where I think they may have uh, travelled ridiculous like flights. So on the tarmac for four hours, got in at like three or four in the morning, right. and then got a got a massive win. Um, yeah, like and you're just like, yeah, that's just what their mentality is, and they've yeah. got no excuses. So, yeah, I think for that roster and what they do for the league, yeah, it's sensational to see a team like that. 
There you go, the top teams. That's a little recap of uh, the NBL season so far. And we're going to wrap this up ourselves. Um, It's been a good 2022. It has. Um, What's your highlight been of the NBL season? Oh, uh, that finish. The finish, the Perth Wildcats, Melbourne United finish was the the craziest thing I've ever seen um, in a live basketball game. So that was great. What about you? You got 10 seconds. I think just being able to have the ability to share the nickname Bubbles and you (laughs) thought I was a a liar and I was able to prove my fact. So thank you. There we go. All right. Well, thanks to uh, Kerrod Sharp, who usually produces the program. Uh, He's Kerrod. No, he's, he's dead to us. Today. No, he's not. He's, he's on. He's on well, I'm well joking. earned Christmas I'm break. Joking. Ben Malice is also uh, usually no, here. Yourself, Greg. Hi, <laughs> Rebecca. My wife is producing the program oh, today, wow. so thanks uh, to her. Uh, hello at backchatpodcast.com.au is where you can email thanks, us, Jackson, um, or at Basket <laughs> Jackson McDonald, right? <laughs> Jackson, yeah. Uh, at backchat underscore basketball on Instagram. Uh, if you want to send us some messages or like or wherever, there it would be good to get in contact with us. Um, We'll have a little break. We'll be back the first Wednesday of January, if that's okay with you. Um, basketball yep. doesn't really stop over that time, so there'll be plenty no, to talk I'll be about. Going down south, so uh, at one point, but okay. Well, as long as you're back, yeah. As long as you're back, Ben will be. He yeah, did yeah. say that. So, um, all right. Well, we'll catch you in the new Thank year. You, you got to go pick up an item. Yep. <laughs>